service members expecting a permanent change of station or PCS in the next two months are now stuck in limbo as the Defense Department has issued a stop order movement until May 11th. Members of the military are now waiting in their old houses, in temporary housing or even in hotels until they can get their next orders. Probably the bars and restaurants are closed. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni joins me to explain what this all means for service members, their families, and the moving industry. Scott, let's start with how many people are affected by this stop PCS order. Well, right now there's 11,000 uh, soldiers who are affected, and we don't really know how many Air Force or uh, sailors are affected at this point, and that's just because they haven't figured out the numbers yet, and the Air Force hasn't gotten back to us uh, after we've asked them a couple of times to uh, send us those numbers. So it's quite a lot of people in these next two months who are not able to move to their next station. And uh, part there, there are a few exceptions to this. So if you're moving overseas, for something that's really important, like uh, mission critical, like going to Afghanistan or going to Iraq, then your commander can sign a waiver, and then that will let you uh, go ahead over to your duty station, uh, even though you're not supposed to do international travel. That's why you need that exception. But otherwise, if you're moving domestically, you're pretty much stuck exactly where you were. It's leaving a lot of people in some weird situations because their leases were going to end. They had already broken their leases. Uh, you know, The time that they were going to spend on base is already up. So so as you said in your in the beginning there, uh, you know, there's people that are left in hotels. There's people who are having to move to temporary housing when they weren't expecting to and bringing their families along. Now, one of the things that the Army has done is set up a telephone center for PCSing. That's permanent change of station. They said that they're getting about an extra 150 calls a day. And those calls are uh, basically asking people, asking these helpers, they're asking them, you know, what if I ship my household goods, but I haven't left yet? You know, how do I get them back? Do I go ahead and move? Um, you know, so what they do is advise on those guide, the latest guidance and help these soldiers uh, get to where they need to go right now as they're waiting for their next order. And not to put it melodramatically, but you mentioned 11,000 soldiers. By my calculation, that's three battalions worth. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people. And, you know, it, the thing is, is that it's not going to get any easier. So, you know, if this issue keeps going and they have to push this farther, the, uh, the main PCS orders happen in the summer. That's when, it, you know, the peak season is, is really June through August, September. So uh, this is only going to exacerbate as an issue uh, if the coronavirus keeps keeping people from uh, moving domestically and the Defense Department has to hold back on uh, these new PCS orders. And you implied it, but I wanted to make sure we explained it clearly. The reason for the halt of all PCSs is because of coronavirus? That's right. So, you know, as as you we have we've heard the coronavirus, uh, everyone's trying to stay inside, stay in place. And they figure if you have a lot of people going uh, between uh, state lines, you know, moving overseas, you're definitely going to be spreading it a lot more, especially if you're moving, touching things, all that kind of stuff. So uh, the Defense Department on uh, in, in the beginning of March, probably around, around March 11th, March 14th, said uh, we're going to stop all domestic travel. And that's not just for people. PCSs. That's just traveling for leave, traveling 
really for anything. If you're in the military, you need to basically stay on your base, stay in your house uh, and just go to your job and back uh, or telework if you can. Uh, And that's because the Defense Department is taking this very seriously. They do not want to affect readiness. And in fact, Defense Secretary Mark Esper said earlier this week that the coronavirus, if it continues at the scale and scope that they're seeing it move, is really going to start affecting readiness. He doesn't think it's going to hurt the way that they are uh, going after their national security priorities, but it is going to start digging into training and uh, other exercises that they do. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni, and let's get back to those household goods for a moment, because I imagine what soldier could be mentally ready if his family and his stuff is all in limbo. Right. Well, the military makes up about 20% of the moving business just, just because there's so many moves. You know, practically every two years, a, a person in the military is PCSing somewhere into a new duty. So uh, there are no restrictions on goods that are already in transit. So if you sent your goods before all this happened, they're still going to arrive and you are allowed to go with those goods. So you're exempt from that. Otherwise, everything else is stopped. You cannot uh, go. You cannot send your your goods. The only exceptions for that are for retirees and people who are recently separated. Now, that's going to be a humongous impact on the moving industry. You have to remember, uh, like I said, 20% of the moving business is the uh, Defense Department. The moving industry at this point is asking for a $187 million bailout from Congress, and that's purely because they think they're going to have to start laying people off. They uh, are not going to be able to meet the bills that they originally thought. So they sent a letter to Congress and to President Donald Trump asking for a little bit of help during this time because they do not have the business that they expected to have uh, during these months because of the military stop order. And so there are some numbers then of soldiers, airmen, sailors, and Marines that have their stuff somewhere in limbo, though. Yes. Well, you know, the the ones that were in limbo, what they did was they said, we're just going to go ahead and uh, move those goods and you can go ahead and move. We'll give you an exception from the order and you can go ahead and move. It was wasn't enough people to really be that much of an issue. So they said, you know, we'll give you an exception. Uh, No big deal. Well, speaking from long ago experience, I can tell you the worst thing that can get lost in a move is not your car, not your dishes but your kid's teddy bear. Anyhow, uh, Scott, also you've reported that the Pentagon has moved to its second highest level of health lockdown. What does that mean for not only the enlisted people, the uniformed people, but what about civilian employees? Right, so the Pentagon is now on HPCon Delta. That's a quick change because just one day before, they were at uh, HPCon Charlie and had just moved to that. So HPCon Delta means that they'll be closing eight entrances. Only 10 will be open, uh, and some of those will have restricted hours. And then, uh, as well, they want workers to telework as much as possible. I talked to the National Industrial Defense Association, which works with contractors in the defense area. They said they're working with the Defense Department to make sure that they can get contractors to the building when they need to be there and get them inside when possible. Um, But at this point, the Pentagon is going through mass decontamination. They're trying to restrict who can go inside and restrict uh, the, the amount of people that can work there because clearly they're afraid this coronavirus is going to spread. And as I said before, affect readiness. 
And Scott, let me ask you this. I know you're not reporting on this directly, but you've been observing all of this, and we've all seen the greater mass media news reports of the hospital ships that are under DOD's control moving here and there to New York City and so forth, and also the DOD supplying all of these medical supplies, equipment, masks. And what about the need that the military might have for those items and those ships should some contingency arise? Are they talking about that? You know, they're, they're not really talking about it that much, and it doesn't seem like that much of a worry for them. The The biggest issue is that the Defense Department is built for trauma. They're not built for infectious diseases. So a lot of their uh, hospital equipment are things that are in close quarters, which would spread infectious diseases. So what they want to do with these hospital ships is instead of putting people with COVID-19 on the hospital ships, they want to put the trauma and other non-COVID people on the hospital ships because those things are tight quarters, four beds deep. They want to put those people on there and then empty out the regular civilian hospitals that are prepared for infectious diseases for uh, people with actual coronavirus. Got it. In other words, a gunshot wound is not infectious. Exactly. And put that on the ship. And also, do we know any numbers of DOD personnel in uniform that have been tested and found positive for coronavirus at this point? And, you know, those numbers are coming out sporadically. They've opened up the DOD labs to civilian testing as well. So we know there, there's, you know, hundreds of tests going on. There's at least uh, probably about 80 service members who have been affected uh, last check, which has been a couple of days. And we do know that one DOD defense contractor has passed away because of coronavirus. So it's starting to get pretty serious and the numbers are really jumping for the military. Federal News Network, Scott Mossione, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out all of his coverage of this and military matters at federalnewsnetwork.com. Stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.